and welcome to our people podcast here at Veolia. I am Beth Crucian, your host, who has the pleasure of meeting our wonderful people to sit down, have a conversation and explore our day-to-days, what they look like and what we do as we connect all of our people to our purpose. So today we are joined by Greg Sitko. Greg is our ECNI technical manager here at Veolia. Um, so welcome to the podcast, Greg. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. You are so welcome. Thank you for coming along here today. Yeah, my pleasure. It's wonderful to have you. It's wonderful to finally meet you. And we can talk about that a little bit more and how we met, because I think that I'd like to share that with people. Um, But Greg, I've just introduced you as our ECNI technical manager here. What does that mean? What it is, is just it's a control system. ECNI is anything that allows us to connect the industrial outside world to something that you can see on a screen and create some meaningful picture for yourself. So for operators or anyone who needs to operate a particular piece of plant, they can see it and they can kind of interact with it. So that's what it is. We're putting things together to make sure that people who are doing the day, day-to-day work on site, they can understand what's happening with the plant they're working with. Before we get into um, that and exploring a little bit more, We start each episode, or we are starting, because this is very new, Greg, as we've spoken about, our People podcast. Um, And the intention behind this is connecting everybody. We've got such a huge workforce, as we know, very diverse. And it's it's not always known what actually happens, even Mm. from us who work here at Violi. You know, what roles do we have? What teams do we have? What do the different business units do? So this is why we're inviting lots of different people to come along. And the first guest episode was with Matt Powers, a street cleansing supervisor in Padworth. And we asked Matt to leave a question for you. So I'm going to ask you that question. Take a moment, think about it. (laughs) And then we're connecting everybody and and hopefully Matt will be able to listen to the answer that he shared with you. So Matt asked, how do you feel connected to Veolia's purpose? Well, we're right in the middle of it. So we're providing energy. Obviously, providing energy means using a fuel, burning a fuel, and then there are some emissions. So we have to be aware of how we're doing that. So for in ecological transformation, we have to make sure we're using the sustainable fuels, supplies. So we're looking on different alternatives. So instead of using gas, can we use the hydrogen? Could we use different technologies? Um, obviously, we for our clients, and then we're looking after the like a carbon footprint emissions as well. So um, probably a very good example just from um, two days ago. I, I went to one of our hospitals because clients being aware of what's going on and obviously we were nurturing clients, we're working with them, but they come to us saying, well, what can we do? Um, we've got a big hospital. What is our footprint? What, what do we do about it? So I, I, I went to site to have a look um, on one of the aspects, which is um, our engine. So we're running um, CHP, combined heat, heat and power um, device that produces electricity and it gives the, the hot um, hot water that we're utilizing, etc. So we're looking on different elements of where we can harvest the energy to make sure the, the waste is minimized. And um, specifically on the um, carbon footprint, I was looking at how we can control the engine so the, em- the em- emission is smaller. So we call it um, uh, electrical low follow, which means we will be monitoring how much hospital needs of electrical uh, energy. Mm. And then if our engine can provide that, we will try to produce only the amount of energy they need 
So we then reduce the reduce the output, reduce the consumptions, and then therefore we will reduce the the carbon uh, for the hospital. So by little things changing, we can we can help, uh, and that's you know that's right in there, making sure we look after the environment and then finding a, another way of doing the service that we've been doing for for many years. That is, it's so impactful when you break it down, when you sit down and you take a moment to think about how important it is the work that you're doing mm. for people but for the planet it's yeah. just do you take a moment often to reflect on on that probably not often enough yeah. <laughs> no we don't because we, we we do that every day day in day out and yeah. and to us it's just a bread and butter so uh i think it's important just to step back and look mm. from the the distance yeah. and then realize what actually we're doing and then what impact does it have yeah. on, on our environment? I find it inspiring. Honestly, I'm yeah. just I'm so interested by it. And I just think it's so wonderful what you and your team are doing and coming up with the innovations and really helping to make a difference for people, for the planet, for ecological transformation. Um, so thank you for sharing all of that. So you and your team, you go out, you working on different projects, attending different sites, helping our customers when if for, for people who don't know mm. what those sites are or what you do on those sites what kind of projects are you doing so you work in Veolia firstly what part of the business unit do you work in and what are some of those projects that you are doing our work is mainly focused within the IOE business um under the uh, energy very specifically under the energy so that means um hospitals uh, industrial customers when we've got the power plants so that they are the main uh, the main things we we're looking after mm -hmm. um, so what it means is as I said at the beginning uh, well, we've got a control system on site control system being a, a little controller black box somewhere up in the field that controls the boilers to deliver the um, the right service and service being we, we deliver anything from steam hot water uh, electricity through the CHP combined heated power units. Uh, it could be a cooling systems. So um, the hospitals got a variety of different services, uh, and then we will provide it go under the energy. So anything that's got energy in it, we look after it. Um, and then, so to do that, you need the controllers to do to do control the different elements of the plant. And as I mentioned before, the instruments is the it's like a, it's like your eye. It goes on the plant, it sits somewhere on the pipe or whatever, and then, then that instrument is then converted to something on the screen that you can recognize. So if you go to the plant, you will see something just sticking out of the pipe, but you look on the screen and it shows you at the above the pipe, so 23.8 degrees C. So that's the instrument. And that means the operator can do his day-to-day -day work, can, uh, can make his uh, decisions and yeah. judgments, looking on the screen saying, okay, my plant is doing this. Oh, I supposed to deliver a 85 degree hot water to hospital at the moment we're running 76 so he knows there's something wrong and then he can he can act on it so we're making sure that this control system is obviously working correctly yeah. and is giving operator the, the ability to interact with the plant yeah. to make a decision to make adjustments mm -hmm. to make sure that what he says in our contract saying well we will be delivering US steam at that pressure this is what we're doing uh, and then if something goes wrong, there's alarm system behind it. So um, uh, Veolia, uh, especially in, in, in our department, 
we have um, developed uh, our own our own package for lamb handler. Yeah. We haven't got yet the name. We we are we are undergoing some competitions to find a <laughs> fancy name on it. But w what it is 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 literally another box, um, another uh, electronic part that collects the vital information from the plant to say, okay, we're not doing this, or one of your devices just locks out, it's not working. Mm -hmm. And then that information then is passed on to our um, site monitoring center. Yeah. And then that people can then make a decisions based on the information. Say, okay, I need to call this engineer or I need to call that person to tell him what's going on. Yeah. So we, we connecting, we, we're giving as much information as we can to our operations, which is, which is mainly, which is our clients to, to make sure they can have a easier job and they can make a quick decision. Yeah. So um, our, my, my lovely phrase is, what do you do if you wake up at three o'clock in the morning? So that's what we do. We're making sure that the person being woke up at three o'clock in the morning, it got information to make a quick decision saying, oh, this hospital now, we've lost the steam. Mm -hmm. I, need to, I need to connect to my SCADA remotely, see what's going on. Can I, can I fix it? No, I can't. And I jump on the van and go to site to, right. to fix it. So, so when you're saying I put the fires out, you're actually trying to prevent them. <laughs> yes. And then sometimes what I'm hearing is you do have to physically get up at three in the morning and go to site to to help support to put that fire out. Well, we don't, lucky enough. So, I mean, my team doesn't. We, we're on the 24-7 call out. Yeah. But um, the whole system in, in the new digital world, we, we are able to support them remotely. Yeah. So my engineers wouldn't go to sites. Mm -hmm. But yes, we, we do have to wake up three o'clock in the morning when we get the call and we support those people that work on site. Yeah. So we, we, we've got the knowledge, the, the technical knowledge uh, about the site and all the little things. Yeah. So when, when the guy's there and struggling, we're on the other side of the phone saying, okay, yeah. I can help you with this and that and the other. And then... To, to, to support them, to give them that uh, and guide them, guide them through. So, uh, yeah. So we are on the, at the front line as well as our operations team, which is, you know, they, they, they've got the vans, they go to site, but we, we're behind them to make sure they're not alone and we help them. Again, what I'm hearing, Greg, there's a lot of, it's critical what you're doing. You, you mentioned that you work with hospitals, you're working with large manufacturing. It's critical, you can't stop because when you're saying it's steam and it's energy, if we apply this to a hospital context, that can't stop. No, that's that's yeah. detrimental. If that if that stops, they lose energy, they lose generation. Which yeah, yeah. it would shut down an operation. It would shut down a hospital, and that's yeah. like can be. Yeah, oh, that could be uh, you know, very well dangerous, and you know, yeah. in some cases. So whatever, yeah, whether it's hospital or whatever the manufacturers. You know, it's the same operations. It's obviously, it's people lives on on the line, and then manufacturers they they stay profit and what they're producing. Mm -hmm. So, it's very important that our service and and the system we're providing is is uh, robust yeah. and it's got resilience. It, and it can it can well the main important bit is to provide a service that is un, uninterrupted. So I'd love to come out and, and spend a day and see Not it. Not a problem. Yeah, you can really go with us on one yeah. day to site. Yeah. And, and, you know, if people are listening, Greg Sitko, reach out to him. If this is like, wow, what does this mean? What does that look like? Because it's so far away. Get in touch. Like, this is what we're trying to build, aren't we, these connections? So that really helps me understand what you do on a day-to-day -day basis here at Veolia in your mm. role. Um, I feel like we, it, it's easy to talk about what, you know, what we do day to day. If I can just ask us again, like we're in this space of stepping back and having that bird's eye view. 
For you, Greg, personally, why do you do what you do? Well, because I like challenges. Mm. Um, I like technologies. Uh, I like thinking. So uh, I think all I can find here, it's it's, it's being challenged. Uh, being challenged is kind of on a daily basis yeah. to, to to be creative, to to find find solutions, find find the the the, the positive, and then how, how this can be brought up together and how on the on the bigger um picture how, how that's going to work so it, it's very rewarding where you know when you put the system together mm. and then you know you, you go to one of the plans uh, i think the biggest one is always going to stay in my mind maybe because it was the biggest project we did but we we built a um, biomass energy plants uh, up in scotland for one of our clients again so when when you're starting from scratch, there's nothing there. You're mm-hmm. hitting the ground, and then you start putting things together, the wires and instruments and everything, and then you start putting that clever thinking behind and the controllers. So they they control the pumps, they can deliver the flow, and and then you can see what's coming out of it, and then clean water going into the rivers, and uh, we've got some bioproducts to then being burned and producing other services. It's just when you sit to that, it's just wow, yeah. and that was huge itself. Uh, the, the boiler itself was like a multi-store building massive one and then when you see all of that becoming life i say oh yeah i did that yeah Yeah. and and he's working now and he's doing all these flashy things he's just you know so yeah i see that smile i see how much that excites you and inspires you yes it does yeah yeah so for those who are listening and when you said that you built a biomass plant in scotland what what is what's a biomass plant to somebody who's never heard of that what does that mean on, on this particular um, project, we, we have worked with the client um, to find out the way of, of managing their waste. So from the, because um, it's distillery, from, from that you've got the uh, products, bioproducts from the production, which is the weeds and, and the things they don't need or they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So um, we, in the collaboration with our other colleagues from Veolia Water, obviously with the uh, engineering departments as well, the, the team pulled the, the design together and then we found a way of, of um, extracting that from the production mm. and then um, finding out of recovering, uh, for example, for water, mm. then what else from that waste can be recovered, so like a biogas. So the, the product had been put through the process to produce biogas mm. and then everything else that stayed, it's a, it's a, um, so biomass is just that um, uh, the tr- dry mass that left after the weeds and the production. So what do we do with that? We process that one to then go into the boiler to be burned right. um, and then produces the, the energy. So it was at that time was producing a, a, a steam that was required for production. So you can see it's a circle economy, it just goes around. So what comes out of production other than being wasted, it goes back to produce energy that is then reused again for producing more and more. And then out of that, you've got some ash or some bioproducts and been sold to um, farmers for fertilizing the uh, fields. So, yes. Everything's (laughs) connected. Everything is connected, yeah. And then we're trying to find in every little thing, as far as we can go to recover, recycle, reuse. And so so we don't, you know, we don't leave much of a waste. But from that plant there wasn't any waste really left really everything being processed produced either returned to nature in a pure way or or utilized somewhere else that is so fascinating and it makes me so happy it's so because that's what we're trying to do aren't we and and it's 
again, it's easy to be in the day to day and not and, and we do the tasks and you know that you we build in this, we complete it, we walk away. But it's that lasting impact of preserving resources, yeah. trying to come up with new ways to stop wasting. And it's just so fascinating. Yeah. It's such an important part. It is so important. Yeah. So, Greg, your role as an ECNI technical manager, electrical control and instrumentation tech man- technical manager, doing all of these amazing things. How did your career start? Well, I started looking um, on the different options. Well, I was at uh, the university doing my degree. So I, I started as an electrical apprentice uh, at the construction side. So starting from the bottom, uh, finding out how it is digging the trenches, putting the cables in, and then seeing what that means when you connect the cable, when you see the first bulb being lit up in, in the big scores or something like that. Um, and then obviously finishing finishing my university, finishing my degree, um, I, I wanted to try something else. So uh, I started my journey in the controls. So in the, in the small company, and we've been looking after um, providing steam plants for the big breweries across across the world, in, in Ukraine, in, in Germany, in Poland. Um, so, yeah, and that started being very exciting when, when those clever bits you're putting together and, and then how you can generate energy uh, from from something and then ter- turning gas into steam, etc. So uh, that's how it, where it started. Um, and then, yeah, um, and I joined, I joined um, Dalkia at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the UK in 2008 mm-hmm. and starting as an ECNI software engineer, I believe. Or, um, and then that's where the journey started with the, you know, going at the bigger plants, much, yeah. much bigger. So the one I've done before were quite small, uh, but this one was kind of opening a new world, you know, mm-hmm. bigger industrial hospitals. And so, yeah, I've started there looking, looking after different sites working as a service engineer, um, uh, doing services, um, preventive maintenance visits, uh, reactive work, etc. Mm. And then move on gradually through the project. So um, starting working for, for a few cli- for a few our projects on, on our bigger client sites. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, and then I'm here just leading through, um, building up a relationship with all my colleagues and the team. Yeah, that's where we are today. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And what does this mean for Greg outside of work? Let, t- tell me a little bit about you around, you know, you, I can see the passion. I, I know you, that's how we, you know, we met and I was like, I want to talk to you. I want to hear everything because you're so passionate about what you do. You're so passionate about your people, your teams, the service that you provide. How does Veolia's purpose of ecological transformation connect to you, Greg, personally? So I'm trying to talk to my neighbours or, you know, um, advise them saying what can you do with this and that and, and the same at my my home so I'll make sure it's energy efficient I think people would may think that uh, it's a little bit now being a, um, a gig or something but I do make sure you know, I've got the home that is insulated I've replaced all the lights to be LEDs yes. Yes, <laughs> so uh, and, and that's all what we do here we, we go to hospitals we change the lighting to LEDs so I say well why, why don't we do it at home and I, I've changed it again so put the plan together and get that done so Okay, we, we're changing fabrics of the buildings at hospitals to make sure they've been saving energy. So why don't we do that at home? Yeah. You know, have a look on that. So, yeah, I think it's all transpired for me. Yeah. Um, and, and the controls, I won't go there. Yeah, well, we've got my, I've got my own boiler at home. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> so that, I make I bet sure you... the temperature has been set correctly yeah. and, and it comes on online at the right time at the right 
minute. So yeah, it's it's there as well. So yeah. I, I do bring that all. I think when I think about it, there's that connection there. Yeah, I mean, who better? I bet your family's very happy, you know, that they've got oh, you who oh, has this mindset, though. Oh, they know, in. they know, because when I tell them we're going off, we black out for an hour, you, you have to see the face of my kids saying, oh, I didn't charge my tablet. But um, but I say, well, this is it, you know, this is your future, kids. You help me. Uh, and I, I'm just trying to teach them to say, well, this is where we're going. You know, if, if we start with from the beginning, so if we start with our kids and we teach them, saying this is what you can do, mm. then we can build a better better future. Greg, let's get you in schools and <laughs> let's go get let's go educate these. You are so right. You again I just am so inspired hearing your story, your passion, what you're doing. And what I've taken from that is you come into work and you very much are passionate about preserving, protecting resources here mm. for for our customers that we serve. But it's not like it's a hat that you just then take off, walk out, go home, and it, it doesn't stay with you. You live that purpose. Yeah. You live that in your own life. Well, trying. <laughs> yeah, and that's the best that we can yeah. do, isn't it? It's yeah. trying and really considering um, and and being authentic with it, like not just really living it and, yeah. and seeing the contribution. And I, I hear what you were just saying there, you know, people going, oh, well, it's just one person. It's just me. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But if everybody has that mindset, nobody's going to change anything, are they? Yeah, yeah. And I always say this, the power of one. Because I hope, because you've definitely inspired me and, I, and I, I, you know, we all need to be aware of our actions and the impacts that we have. But it's like you've just reinforced when I walk out of a room, turn the light off. If somebody's left it on, let's not just think, oh, well, that's up to them because they're the ones that do it. That's then our responsibility to turn mm. the light off or, you know, challenge. Do we need those bulbs? Are we leaving chargers plugged in yeah. and we're not turning it off or unplugging it? Are we leaving the TV on standby? And I know people joke and go, well, it's just me. It's just standby. Yeah. Well, it isn't. No, no. And sometimes I, I went to the extent where I show people, you know, um, I've got smart meters now at home, mm. so I've done the exercise with my family. I think, well, okay, let's see. You know, you can now read every half an hour. That's that was our last night. We haven't switched off all these things. Let's do it the way we, you know, we switch off everything we don't think it's necessary. Okay, we'll keep your phones on charge mm. <laughs> so you can have them, <laughs> and then, then they can see. So then they can say, well, now you can compare. You know? We just saved. Okay, we save a little bit, but little bits every day, yeah. and then a little. Ev- little bits for everyone it adds up to the big you know cumulative pool of, so yeah yeah it's being together isn't it yeah being in this together yeah yeah that's the that's the important we, we can't just be on our own it's, it's a big right. planet we're all here together uh so we need to see not our only own our courtyard but everyone else you know yeah. what what impact do i do on others and yeah. how that kind of works it's so interesting. I could sit and talk to you all day, Greg. I yeah. really could. And you've just inspired me to think, just be more aware. I, you know, like you, I really try and think and be considerate. And it's easy when we're living in this fast-paced world yeah. to keep going. But it is so important. The message that I've taken away from you is it's the power of one and the impact that you have. So I really appreciate you sharing that and sharing your story and what you do and helping bring to life and what an ECNI technical manager um, within Veolia looks like and what your day-to-day is. So thank you so much for doing that. 
I hope you don't mind sharing, Greg. Um, can I share how me and you met? Because we will yeah, be sitting sure. here yeah, today. Yeah. So, um, you know, I work here in Veolia, organisational development, but... In lockdown, we started desk. I started desk yoga just to bring connectivity, take a little moment in this urgent world. And we met, didn't we, doing that together? Yes, we did. Yeah. 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 We, you know, you mentioned earlier, you're putting a lot of fires out, and you need sometimes a space to just stop. Yeah. That's important, just to find that you know, give yourself a little bit of a big breath. Yeah, big breath. <laughs> Calm down, and then look, step back, and look from a bigger picture. Yeah. We took a big breath, didn't we, today before we... Yes, we did, yes. <laughs> before we put the earphones on and recorded this. Yeah. And and what I want to just round up and say, it's been a pleasure to meet you, how we've met at Veolia and you taking the time out of your day to come and sit and share your story and help our Veolia colleagues to really understand who you are, the importance that you play, that your team play, mm. um, and the impact that you're having on the world. It's really important work, and I hope that you and your team celebrate that because I know it can be... A lot. I know that it can be (laughs) urgent and we can be in the day to day. And the purpose of these conversations is to take that step back and look at why you're doing this. And you and your team really are driving such a collective movement around ecological transformation. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Greg. Thank you. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. I really hope that you've enjoyed this time, getting to know Greg Sitko, your fellow colleague here at Veolia. Um, Greg has left a question ready for our next guest so we can continue that golden thread throughout, keep connecting our people to our purpose. Please tune in for the next one. And if you want to come along, drop me a note. Let's, Let's keep this conversation going. Let's keep building this awareness, this momentum around our purpose and keep celebrating the wonderful work that you are all doing as we work towards our purpose of ecological transformation. Have a fantastic day everyone, speak soon!